Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing in front of Integrity Tattoo, located on Lewis Road in Royers Ford. Today, I'll be sitting down with owners Kyle and Ashley Ferrari. I'm Jeff Desiato, a professional actor, part-time realtor, and transplant to the Spring Ford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Spring Ford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Spring Ford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Spring Ford. Guys, thank you so much for allowing me to come in today. Absolutely, thank you. So um, I'll throw it over to you and let you guys tell us a little bit about your personal journey from uh, where you grew up and then how you ended up owning this studio in Royersford. So you guys can decide who goes first. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I grew up right in town here. Um, okay. There's a development right down the street, Abbey Downs. Uh, yeah. That's where I, like, earliest house that I remember. Um, the I went to Brook Elementary down here, went to Spring Ford, um, just down the road on this way. Yeah. Um, so I've been all, like, I've been in this town my entire life. Um, uh, started tattooing actually out in the Lehigh Valley and then had the opportunity to start working at this shop and then th- this is where I've been. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit about what. at what point did you decide to pursue tattooing? How old were you? Uh, I was 16. Oh, okay. I like definitively remember being in school, and I was actually telling a friend of mine at the time, I was like, hey, man, like you're a really good artist. You should be a tattoo artist. Like That would be so cool. Oh, really? Like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't think I really want to do that. I want to do something with like political science. And I was, <laughs> God, I like, was like, I guess I'll do the tattoo. <laughs> so as soon as I like was just like, boom, that's the idea. That's just, crazy. Now I'm gonna follow through with that. So um, I, I started taking like all of the art courses I could in school. Um, I was like, I had to be, I guess it was like 11th grade, so I was kind of like behind the ball. Right. Um, but I, you know, I always drew and stuff when I was younger. Like my mom's super artistic, so it was always kind of there under the surface. But I never really like thought it would be something I could do as a career. Right. Um, so, yeah, I started taking all the art courses I could. I actually was doing a drawing class at Montco while I was in my senior year at Springford. So oh, okay. it was like, I'd like get like permission and everything. Yeah. It was, yeah, there, it was weird, but. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that. different now. I feel like you're able, they want, they encourage high school students yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. take classes in college. But yeah, they're like, oh, that seems like a lot. And yeah. Like, oh, I got this, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so all the art classes I could. I went to um, school down in Philly. It's called Hushin, okay. um, which was pretty cool. It was like all like absolutely art based. None of it, you know, you didn't have like math or history oh, or okay. science or anything. It was it was like going to like a trade school. Okay, um, every day you showed up and it was like Monday you had graphic design and Tuesday you had illustration class and printmaking and oh, um, wow. stuff like that. But it was you know every day every day of the week was always the same for like the semester and then. You, you know, uh, after halfway through the year, then everything would change over, and you'd have like life drawing or painting, or um, we had a lot of stuff with like computers too. We did like like Illustrator, Photoshop, and all of that, and all of that kind of combined. And then um, I did two years there, and then actually dropped out and started apprenticing. Oh, okay. I got the the opportunity to, I should say, presented itself to start okay. apprenticing the tattoo, and it was kind of like, well, two more years of school and another. X amount of thousands of dollars, right. or I can just kind of get into what I wanted to do from the get-go right. anyway. And I feel like the fact that you knew from day one that tattooing was the destination mm-hmm. versus you 
you wanted an art degree or you wanted this, and then tattooing being the byproduct of that, I think probably helped with that decision a little bit. Because <laughs> sure. it's like, well, yeah, here yeah. it is. Like, this is kind of what I've been working towards. So. Yeah, and I mean, it definitely was like, you know, even like the, the principal or the dean or whatever it was, at, yeah. the, at the, whatever they call him at the school, um, like pulled me into his office and was like, you know, this probably isn't the best idea. Right. Yeah. Like, you should really finish out and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, man, I just, without a safety net, I operate pretty well. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of like, I, you know, if I, if there's no fallback, then I, I won't not succeed at it. I guess. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and especially it's in this a, it's industry, a it's a psychological no, thing. I think a lot of times yeah. in this industry, there's no guarantee that if he would have finished for another two years and had a degree in the tattooing world, it's not like, okay, now I'm going to go put my resume out to tattoo shops. Right. Yeah. Like that. So it's like, if you're lucky enough to and talented enough to have the opportunity to do an apprenticeship, like you kind of have to right. go at it right then, yeah. you know? And yeah, because the tattooing is different than drawing on a piece of paper, right, <laughs> you know. Right. So yeah. you need the hands-on actual working on skin and working with the tools and all that stuff, which sure. you can't get uh, sitting in a classroom. Yeah. Absolutely, which not. don't get me wrong, yeah. college degrees are wonderful, but. Yes. This isn't necessarily... Depending on which one it is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Letting some of my views seep into the show a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's true, though. I know so many people, they're like, I have a degree that's worth nothing. But, oh, true. but yeah. True. Like, that's um, your fault. You picked that major. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's a couple of us here. Yeah. Uh, but, but for, you know, this, this, is, a, this is a fringe industry. You right. know, things don't line up like you know, the, kind of the rest of the world. So it's, you know, to have a degree in here, it's like, oh, that's cool. You went and spent that time and money. But when it <laughs> right. comes to the actual tattooing, it, it's, you know, everything kind of goes Yeah, and now, nothing so. can replace the actual hands-on experience, I would imagine, in, in yeah. an industry like this, especially. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. Like, you went to four years of this, you know, but what does that, how does that dictate or translate into how well you put a tattoo on somebody's body? Yeah. It probably doesn't, I would imagine. Right. <laughs> so there's a whole, yeah, there's a whole, Outside like, of creating the art, that could then goes into right. I mean, your, your yeah, the apprenticeship yeah. pretty much is your college education right. like mm-hmm. within the industry so it's yeah, yeah that's pretty cool and now are there a lot of people who have gotten into tattooing that have had no previous art education outside of what they did in high school or? um you know like anymore it's not as prevalent um like in the tattooing world everyone wants custom tattoos everybody right. wants like like the days of you know the walk-in flash shops are kind of, kind of falling by the wayside. Right. Which would be, for those that don't know, flash shop. Like yeah. you hear somebody goes like, "Oh yeah, I walked in and I just like picked that thing off the wall." Right. And blah, blah, blah. That's ta- tattoo flash is the stuff that's on the wall. Okay. That's like the pre-drawn designs that right. everyone will you'll hear is like, "Oh yeah, I'll take B twenty-five and put it on my." Yeah, phone. and that's kind of how I always, as as a novice. Uh, it, it, that's how I always kind of picture tattooing, mm-hmm. and then I've seen more and more the, the actually like the the, the time and effort and the, the consultation that you have with oh, the yeah, tattoo yeah, artist yeah. and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh wow, I thought you just flipped a book and it's like I want Scooby Doo on yeah. my butt <laughs> right, cheek right, right, or whatever, exactly. you know? Like, and now everything is like a one of a kind, exactly art piece yeah. of art, which is incredible, and the value that is being provided from that perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there were a lot of people that paid. A ton of money for something that is this cookie cutter stamp that they just that they along with four thousand other people have. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I mean, you know, to an extent, like with Pinterest and all that, now yeah. I still get that. Like, yeah, I'm sure. I can't count how many infinity symbols I've done. But, yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, that's what you want. That's what that's you want. Right. So, and uh, also, you know, that gives people at least 
because there are a lot of people that are like, I am not creative. Mm-hmm. I know I want a tattoo. I know kind of what I want, want what I want to feel when I look at it, but mm-hmm. I don't know where to start. And then obviously things like Pinterest exist to help them yeah. compile a wall and do yeah. a board. It's kind of lackluster when people are like, I don't know what to do or what I want to get. And it's like, just Google it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll, there's going to be a thousand ideas that, yeah. that get thrown at you. Yeah, and, like, and I just, at least give you pick some... and choose what kind of like you like, the general look of things. But and that's what we tell clients when they come in, um, and you know, I'll tell them like even bring in references of things that you don't like in a right. similar type of tattoo, <laughs> and be like, I don't want that, but this I like, and things because it is, it's you know, as us as clients, what we have in our head, they need as the artists need to be able to pull that out right. and put it on paper. So. If people bring reference pictures of what they do and they don't like and things, then it's they actually can get what's in your head and kind of pull it down. Right, again. that's that's huge too. I think that the, the uh, sorry, let me start that again. I can edit that. <laughs> that was just terrible. Um, that's huge because I think that the people, as much as they know what they want, there is a very clear idea of like I've seen this and I think this is mm-hmm. you know garish and and offensive mm-hmm. or whatever or it's just not what I'm looking for and to have somebody know that then you know how far you can take it up to a certain mm-hmm. level before sure. it starts to become cartoonish or right. whatever in the person's mind if it's not what they want they don't want a cartoon they want more naturalistic or whatever it may be mm-hmm. um so Ashley how about you where did you originally start out family wise I grew up in Spring City oh, okay. um at the top of Broad so Street. still local still yeah. local but I was the only house on the side of the road that was O and J school district oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, totally fine um, Spring City we love Spring City yeah <laughs> so um I went to O and J but both of my parents went to Springford okay. because um we live so close to town everything we did was in town so yeah. um didn't go to the school in here but everything else we did right. um my mom did things like the JCs back in the day and stuff like that, so we were pretty involved and went to all the events over here. And then um, after high school, I went to Monco for a couple of years and was like, I want to go into the working world and make money. <laughs> I don't need school. And then I got into the working world and I was like, oh my gosh, I need a degree. <laughs> so I went back to Monco and um, I got my associates in... Um, Primarily early childhood education. Oh, okay. And um, unfortunately, we do not pay... Um, Our teachers enough. Uh, yeah, like barely <laughs> a living yeah. wage. So, My wife is, a, is a, she direct, she's the director of a preschool, so yeah. <laughs> very much uh, in line. And was a, te- a, a teacher. Now she is the director, but she taught for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both sixth grade and, and preschool, so... Yeah, and it was like my favorite job I've ever had, but yeah. it was one of those, I'm like, I can't pay my bills, so... Right. Um, so after many other jobs and things like that, actually, I work at the shop now. Okay. So I do, um, help all the clients when they come in, do all the phone calls, things like that. And then I plan all of our events. Oh yeah. And yeah, that was something I did want to bring up the, uh, the carnival event that you guys have, which you've had now two annual ones, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, and from, uh, as an outsider and one who, someone who participated this past year, Seemed like it, uh, the weather held out. We had a great day. Southern nature was so yeah. <laughs> It was supposed <laughs> to pour like, rain. Leading, leading up to that, I was like, "We are so, we like recycle avidly. We're <laughs> where we go to concerts and we help pick up trash. <laughs> like, like, we treat the earth well. hours of sunshine. We had many conversations with Mother Literally. Nature that year, and it's like, girl, come on, I got you all year long. Just give us this one four-hour block. I believe I was packing up. 
and I felt the first raindrop. Like, it literally oh, yeah. started yeah, raining yeah. as soon as the event was like, over. Like, it was just yeah, amazing. was, like, just kind of settling down anyway, and someone's like, there's a thunderstorm, and it's, like, 13 miles out, and then we're like, all right, cool. Everything <laughs> Rain in. all and you I want mean, now, it's over. <laughs> it was, like, the last thing got broken down, and it just, like, unleashed on it. Yeah, and we were like, that's crazy. Awesome. And it was a hot day, so it, it, felt, was, yeah, yeah. it, it felt good at that point. It felt good at that point. What didn't smell that great was now, like, the 40 or 50 people that were still left are now, like, in this room and the waiting room. Oh, I didn't realize that. Still a little wet. Everybody a little smelly. (laughs) Well, you were smart. You you took off. I booked out of there. Yeah, and it's us and, like, all of the gifted (laughs) 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 But, yeah, it was a great turnout, and that's turned into something that um, we really love to do. The first year... We did it because Kyle had just redone um, the shop. We expanded into the um, Domino's Pizza that was over next to us. Oh, okay. Originally. See, I was I I did the walkthrough, and we'll, we'll show some of the video. Uh, I didn't had no idea it went back as far as it does. So yeah. it didn't originally. Then. Yeah. yeah. So okay. once you cut back, and it's that ramp. Yeah. Um, that is where Domino's used to be. And then they moved to farther down. Yeah. Is it, they moved it was it. the same technical location that oh, they, yeah. they relocated. They, okay. Yeah, they relocated. Yeah. I think because I mean you can see now they want to have like sit down yeah. dining and all. Yeah, that. we uh, we frequent that Domino's actually yeah. on, on many nights <laughs> when we don't have any ideas for dinner. We're like Domino's is cheap. Let's go get Domino's. So. Yeah, these guys were overgrowing um, or getting to the point where pretty cramped. Um, and yeah, we, had, we had one guy that. Like at that point when um, Mo was, oh, yeah, Mo was on the and he was like, yeah. yeah, he would just work at whoever, oh, really? basically yeah. whoever station was open that day, like whoever wow. had off that day, that's where he would set up. Oh, yeah. It's like that new teacher that just did Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine, like, that's got to be very annoying because you have this little cart of like 51 ounce ink bottles and all yeah. the machines, and it's like, all right, packing up at the end of the day, and now I got to go right. to this room, and I got to go over here, so. So, yeah, so when we expanded, I was like, everybody was able to finally have their own space, dedicated station, all of that, so... That's really so nice. That was, wait, wait, yeah, wait. and everybody seems to have personalized it, like, they have their own... It's like their own get, locker, kind of, you so know? Many, like, yeah. So many people ask, like, did you, like, decorate this whole place? I'm like, no, like, I decorated, you know, the common areas right. and my tattooing room, but everything else is, like, everybody did their own thing. Right. And it's just cool how it all, like, blends nicely. Yeah. Like, you would think that it was all one thought process, right. but it's really everybody just did their own, you know, whatever they wanted to do. Yeah, I would think it would, for the for the artist to have the environment that is comfortable for them is, mm-hmm. is part of the thing. I mean, yeah, like, sure. like you, if you're in a sterile environment that you don't feel um, particularly at home in, right, then right, it right. probably makes it harder to, to do the best work that you can do. So it's cool that you allow them the free reign. I would imagine some people probably are like, no, we're going for this aesthetic theme yeah. or whatever, but yeah. to give them the permission to do that is, is And it's is nice cool. for the clients, too, because they can tell that, um, you know, their tattoo artist is comfortable and in their own zone. Right. And they feel comfortable. You know, it's not that sterile, you know, kind of... Now, granted, when you come in, which is my favorite thing, it smells very sterile and clean. Yeah. <laughs> the look of the place, well, yeah, you know, it's homey and things like that. So that makes the client then a little more comfortable as well. Right. Um, but yeah, so when we expanded over there and everything was finished, we wanted to do kind of a, an open house and let the community see. We expanded and things like that. And Erin Donnelly, who is an artist here, she had was just finishing her apprenticeship. And part of this industry is when you're apprentice, you get teased, you get pranked, you get right. you know, things like that. Gentle and, hazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, gentle hazing. And, um, uh, and especially with Aaron, because all of them looked at her, at her as like a little sister. And they yeah. were like, almost like, you know, 
a parent's got to pop out of somewhere if we haze her too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we really wanted to put her in a dunk tank, so we were like, oh, okay. well, let's have a carnival. Oh, my gosh. So the first annual <laughs> like the, one really... It was just to get her in a dunk tank. It really came out good. Well, we have to do day. an open house at one point, so we could just do it and dunk her all day. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. So Kyle got one of like the old-timey swimsuits off of you know Amazon or somewhere, and... Had her in the dunk tank. Did she have like? The, did you put her in like the bath cap the, the or bonnet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was striped like all the way up. Like it was, as far as bathing suits go, it was the least revealing thing you yeah. could have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she had some like maybe her ankles were showing. Oh my gosh, that's about it. Scandalous. But, yeah. Exactly. So we, uh, yeah, we we got the dunk tank set up out front and like just a bunch of other stuff. I don't think she knew like until the day of that she was getting dunked all day. Her husband wow. knew because yeah, yeah, he yeah. called him and said like bring a change of clothes and things like that but yeah she had no idea that she was going to the dunk oh tank. Gosh. But the, the day crazy. itself turned out to be so much fun and we had gotten um, other carnival games and I had contacted a bunch of um, local businesses in the borough to donate baskets and told them what we were doing and it ended up just being a really fun and free day for the community right. and especially families because you could play the games for free. Yeah, you could play amazing. the games you got tickets you could win things stuff like that so we decided to uh, make it an annual thing, but because we didn't need to do the open house or apprentice anybody, you know, and have it be their graduation day, that we were going to use it to uh, help something in the borough. Mm-hmm. So this year we talked to Mayor Jenna and we said, like, what's going on in the borough? Where does, who needs money? What are, what are we, you know, trying to accomplish? And so for the second annual, we raised money for the disabled American veterans. Um, they're trying to do a memorial. For Vietnam, right? Mm-hmm. The Vietnam War. Uh, actually, uh, is it just um, in general? I think it's just it's, a, a, a... Veterans Memorial. For, yeah, Veterans okay. Memorial Wall. Yeah. And I think it, it's, based on the architecture, it's going to have, like, sections that oh, are, Oh, for like, each, like, Korean War. For each, the, yeah, War. for each okay. of the wars. And then people are also going to have the opportunity to buy the bricks. So oh, if you had awesome. a veteran in your family or have one, you can buy that brick and put their name on it and things like that. So And, yeah, like, really first responders cool. and anything, and you know, anybody that they want, like, yeah. that puts themselves in harm's way, right. basically. They'll be able to um, get like a brick or something donated. Oh, that's really cool. That. Yeah, it's really really cool. And, and guy... you did that with uh, Pinky, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got. I met him uh, through uh, Donna of the Pink okay. Boots. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a character. Man. Pinky's yeah. a and he's, he's out there. <laughs> he's out there really giving a voice to the voiceless in yeah. terms he of really veterans true. and things, which is appreciated. Yeah, he really is. Uh, so, but yeah, it was it was another great event. And um, now each year we try and think of like how can we make it better and who are we going to help out this year and stuff. Right. So. And it's really nice, too, because it fights a lot of the stigma that people still have in their head of tattoo shops and yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all bikers and convicts. And, yeah. and we're like, hey, come to our charity event. <laughs> right. Bring your kids. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like families. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I will say, like, you know, as someone who didn't really grow up in the environment at all, um, it always kind of, like, I would walk past a tattoo shop as a young younger person I'd be like whoa like what's going on in there you know like mm-hmm. and it's just it is a stigma unfortunately because since I've walked in today it's been smiley faces and it's bright and it's colorful <laughs> and it's and you know my brother-in-law is a tattoo artist and so I've really I was speaking to Kyle before we started I've always wanted a tattoo and I've just never really found there hasn't been the perfect marriage of what I want you know where I want it the money to do it like they've never all converged so maybe someday uh, but unfortunately, I won't be able to use. I'll have to go family It'll be first, which totally, uh, totally you know, no offense. So. That's okay. It tends that once you get one, you want more. So. That's exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying so like I feel like it's like, like that first splash yeah. is probably like 
half the battle. Like everybody wants to get the second and third as soon as they get the first. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's uh, just the it's the the hurdle of getting over the first one. Right, and it's and yeah, like I, it, it's only a matter of time. But I'm starting to run out of time in my mind where it's gonna. I don't want it to be like a midlife crisis thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 34, so I'm like okay, like. I'm still, I think, young enough so that no, it's like, oh, you got like, a tattoo. But I feel like once I get to, like, a certain age, it'll be like, wow, really? You yeah. got at least another yeah. decade. I think so. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, Just so. don't, like, couple it with, a, you know, like a red... Red Mustang or whatever. Yeah. Same time. I think. Then a few will go up. Yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I do already have an earring, so like, I want, it wouldn't be like... I, that's, I've had that since I was 18, so... Um, it's natural. I, people are actually shocked knowing me, um that I don't have one because I'm seen in certain circles as a fringe guy, which is funny because I was in a band and I wear a leather jacket and I have an earring and I'm hairy and not to put, you know, stereotypes on people that have tattoos, but usually there is like a specific thing. I wear trucker hats. You know, I, I typically, I I gave people a false sense of security when the show started because I had like short hair and I was kind of clean cut, but that just happened to be what I needed to look like for the various acting roles I was doing. Mm -hmm. This is more what I normally look like (laughs) and everybody's like, oh, he's a slob, this guy, I don't know. Um, And will look like for the foreseeable future (laughs) working at where I'm working, uh, long hair and a beard. So when people find out that I don't have a tattoo, they're like, really? I just imagine you did somewhere and I just Mm -hmm. never saw it or you hide it or something like that. I'm like, no, I don't. And I feel like kind of... Like I'm missing something. <laughs> I'm missing Honestly, a part man, of it. Probably, so. uh, it. It's probably harder at this point to find people that don't have right. That it's crazy. Like everybody's got at least like you know, a little one, especially yeah. under like a certain age group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sure. I feel like a lot of people. There's a lot of people that like you wouldn't expect to have them have well, them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they seem like the most like by the book like clear cut, and then they're like, oh, I got it when I was in the navy or whatever. Right. You know, like yeah. you just you have it, and you know, and it's just funny how. You, you, there is that weird attachment of or stereotype that comes with tattoos that I'm like, anymore it doesn't. But I think maybe with the old timers, like it's always like mm-hmm. they see tattoo as like a rebellious thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, it's more just an expression of who you are as a person, mm-hmm. and you want to wear it out on your sleeve, literally. Yeah. You know, like I think it shows, um, it it shows kind of how we, far we've come as a society in terms of allowing people to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an artistic way, and especially, and not have to like be hide it or oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And as much as I, I'm not going to say I love them by any means, yeah. but the TV shows that are all tattoo centric, yeah. like Ink Master, and then there was the series of blah 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 Ink, yeah, <laughs> LA and Miami, and there's one from Australia, and, right? Um, but they, I think that's also like broken down the right. the some of the walls, um, made it a little more like commonplace, and people are like, oh, cool, like. Especially, like, you know, it's in, in like, the Ink Master series, they have, like, you know, interviews and uh, testimonials yeah. with the artists, and it's like, all right, yeah, that dude's got, like, tribal swirls all over his cheeks, but yeah. he also seems like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, and he has, like, <laughs> a two-year-old, like, and he's, like, right. a great dad, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's why I was like, you guys have a little, uh, your little baby, uh, little baby, cotton. Little baby yeah. cotton, who's now, as of the filming of this episode, yeah. two, two months, months old, yeah, yeah. Two, two, and a half months. two months. Yeah. yeah, I saw at uh, Boris Ford Community Day, and mm. he was like 
brand new. Like, yeah, it's brand new. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little he, baby, uh, like, like a little cotton yeah. ball. He, he, was, he was in the belly for a lot of planning of community. Yeah, for so sure. I was like, come on, dude, we're gonna go see, you know. And when we met, he was in your belly, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we met before that, but I don't, I'm not quite yeah. sure. I haven't been here too long, but yeah, uh, yeah it's a family environment, folks. I mean, yeah. you do have to you do have to be 18 with ID, as you see on the sign when you walk yeah. in. But yeah, that's just for the tattoo. We we don't tattoo under 18. Yeah. And that's a house rule. That's not even a lot of of people think that Pennsylvania has the guidelines on this and uh, they're, they're working on regulations for tattoo shops, but that's a, that's a house rule. Oh, wow. So some shops will do like, like the first shop that I worked at, we would do 16 and 17. Okay. With like a consent? With parental consent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was like. So many hoops you'd have yeah, to Yeah, it's like it's you're opening up a can of worms. Yeah. It's like not worth it. Because like. you get you get kids like this one kid we had to talk out of getting this like huge poem of like forever my love and like constantly using the number four in the beginning of forever and <laughs> this thing would have been like his whole rig. Right. And it's like how about you just get something like small, dude? Like this is a pretty painful spot. Like right. this is for your girlfriend and you're 16. Like yeah, you know, <laughs> statistics life, set, show. Life sure. might yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not even, putting any any you know negative stuff into the atmosphere <laughs> with you and your girlfriend, but. Ask your parents how many girlfriends and boyfriends they have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and yeah. the and then, we've regret, been together yeah. since we were 19. We're okay. both 32 now. I'm not getting his name tattooed on me ever. Yeah. So it's like, it's not happening. Um, so, yeah. So, well, so once we started working here, or once I started working here, I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, I just, I, I was so over having to deal with, like, 16 and 17. And you'd have to get there's some type of ID from them. Um, some type of ID from the parents. If the last names didn't match, you had to like, oh my gosh. have it's like, like a working at a bank or something. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. yeah. I was like, why are we doing? Like, we're not struggling this much. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> tattoo sixteen and seventeen. Yeah, like, if you look at the like... books and you're like, okay, how many of the tattoos do we do are under eighteen? Okay, that we can survive. Let's just <laughs> yeah. cut that demographic out. Yeah, yeah. And then when he bought the shop, he was like, yes, that is sticking. That's, like, that's definitely not sticking. going to be yeah. one of the things that get changed. Ugh. So tell um, me, you, you said as you, when you came to work here. So tell me a little bit about that because I was under the impression that. Um, you started, but you started working here first and then bought the shop. Correct, that, yes. Said, yeah, um, so we're discovering new things right here. See, I don't know everything before the conversation. We're discovering spring. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was working up in um, Emmaus for a while. Um, I apprenticed there, and I did, I think, like three years of tattooing there. Okay. And then, um, kind of like you were saying about your brother before we were, when we were talking before we started yeah. uh, recording that, like... You want to jive with everyone, right? So, and and I did like everybody there was cool, but it just was like, you know, the atmosphere was a little more conducive down here. Plus, it was closer to home. Like, right, I lived down here. It was right. like, you know, five minute drive to work instead of forty five minute drive. Amazing. So, um, the opportunity to start working here came up. Um, there was a guy working here. Again, attitude didn't match very well, and um, so he was politely asked to leave. <laughs> and, uh, so it left an open spot. So I started working down here. I think I worked here for at least like another two or three years before I bought the place okay. um, from the original owner who still works here. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was just, it just needed to be captained a little bit more, right. you know, appropriately. Right. Yeah. Um, the guy that used to own the shop just didn't really like dealing with like the back end side of right. stuff, and I had no problem dealing with that. He just wanted that. to tattoo and right. do what he loved. Yeah, yeah. 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 right. And it's also, um, He's a single dad. Yeah. He's like, I just want, I want to tattoo, I want to make money, and then like, go hang out with my kid. Yeah. And, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So, and I was like, dude, I am absolutely happy to, like, there was a point in time where I had, like, I was managing the shop. Okay. So, I had to, like, 
you know, I'd have to call companies to, to um, like, hey, we don't want to pay for this service anymore. Like, we're done. We don't use yeah. this, you know, advertising thing or whatever yeah. it is. And they were like, okay, well, the owner or whoever, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I don't know if I want to use his name. Yeah. I'm, I'm I had his, like, social security number memorized so that I could prove, like, like. You were you basically know, running the, th- I was, the show. Yeah, yeah. It was straight up, like, identity stealing. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be able to do this. I was like, yeah. and that's, it, that's when it got to the point. And I was like, listen, man, maybe you just want to sell me the shop. Yeah, right. Like, so it's business, all. And then I can just take care of all of this. He's yeah. like, all right, yeah, that sounds like the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> we would all so, and then that. that was, yeah, that was like four and a half, almost five years ago. It's always oh, June, okay. June. I started working here on June 1st and bought the shop on June 1st. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah I didn't plan it that way. It was like three years separate from each other, but that's how I can always easily remember like my business owner anniversary, my uh, st- anniversary of starting to work here, right. and <laughs> my tattoo anniversary, which that's in September. So, oh, okay. So, when was it that you started working here? What year? Uh, I don't know. Uh, 2013, I guess? Okay. No, 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 no. no. no 2011 or 2012? Something like that. It was seven seven years that I've been working here. Oh, okay, so seven years. Seven and then you were here for about two years, you said, before you bought it? Or three yeah. years before you bought it? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, so I, you've I been... I specifically can remember the whole 2012 thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I remember, like, watching the clock as I was just like... Well, nothing's happening. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Mayan thing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, all I right, more tattoos. The, um, it was really like the compliments that we get with like the reputation that we have and things like that. It was a really easy transition because the original owner did do such a great job reputation yeah. Yeah. wise. That's so, awesome. Like that was something that was um, extremely beneficial because it's ever since Integrity Tattoo's been here, no matter who has owned it, it's produced great artwork. It's made clients feel comfortable. It's always been really clean and things like that. And that's not always a guarantee when it comes to tattoo right. shops, especially when they switch owners. No. Um, so that's been... It's very bold, too, to pick the name Integrity Tattoo. Like, mm-hmm. you really have to live up to that name. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it's like when people say, like, we're they start something and it's called Best. Yeah. Or, where there's number one Chinese restaurant <laughs> you know, on Ridge Pike. I'm like, are you, though? Yeah. I don't know. I've never eaten <laughs> there, but maybe. You know, yeah, right? yeah. you know, like, it's like, okay. But integ- yeah, integrity. So that's good to know that there were, the transition was, you know, kind of seamless in that regard, where mm-hmm. it wasn't like you were revamping or having mm-hmm. to having to save, the, you know, yeah, save sure. the yeah. business or something like that, or just yeah. no, keeping it, was, it running smoothly and yeah, out of, I mean, just out of all the changes that the shop's gone through, whether it's you know decorative or expanding or owners or anything, something that's always just been the same as the artwork and the and the integrity and, right. and things like that, which is really nice. And I think you said that he's still tattooing mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. Yep. which right. I mean that just speaks volumes in and of itself <laughs> like the fact that it's like that seamless that it's just like okay that's great you know like it wasn't great. there wasn't like this at hostile takeover oh. or animosity <laughs> or all that kind of stuff so that's really cool again a family environment everybody <laughs> come on like everybody gets along it's good um that's really cool uh so tell me a little bit about um if you guys have anything on the horizon uh, or, or plans going forward, obviously you expanded into the former Domino's. Yep. Was there a smell of pizza for a while that you had to no, get rid of? Or no? Okay. No, they, they gutted it down to the the brick walls. Oh, did they? Okay. So, no, it didn't permeate into the brick or anything. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. After that, like just like the carnival party, we'll do yeah. that. Um, stuff to like help the community. Um, but 
I just want to like tattoo now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like so over having large large scale projects. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, how long was the process of expanding? Almost like a year and a half. Oh wow! Like it, it was, you know, waiting for Domino's to officially um, leave and get all their stuff out. Which I, dude, they must have done that like under the cover of dark. Cause really? They were, like. They're like walk-in coolers and stuff that, like, all of a sudden were just gone one day. Oh, wow. Like, like it's stuff that you would notice or hear coming <laughs> yeah. out of the building. And just all of a sudden, one day, the place was just, like, empty. Really? So, um, so they, them, and, you know, and then the, the property manager and the landlords, they had to deal with the township. And I'm sure there were, like, permits and whatnot involved and finding the um, people that were going to do the, the construction and whatnot. So, um yeah, it was a while. It, it took a little yeah. bit of time. And then, you know, once it finally happened, it was like, I think it was like right after Christmas last, or two, I should say two years ago. Okay. And we left. Uh, we had like a break right around Christmas time. We um, came back. We worked for a couple days. Everybody was off for like New Year's. And then like the first day we were back to work after New Year's, we were moving equipment from one side of the shop all the way out to the back part of the shop now. And, um yeah, we were, like, set up within, like, a day or two. That's crazy. So. Yeah. So, and then that was when you had the open carnival. Uh, yeah, so that's spring. Yeah, we did it, like, in June. I think we did the, the first carnival party, and that was, like, cool. We got, like, six months to, like... Yeah, like get like pictures hung up on the walls and just make it, you know. A oh, little so bit there more. was some time from the time. That you yeah, right, 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 right. yeah, right. It wasn't like like boom, our stations are set up. Come on in, check it out. We still had to like. Make it look nice, right? <laughs> That's good, <laughs> yeah. and it does look nice. I, I want to it, so uh, very well done. And uh, unfortunately, I, I was hoping to find some leftover dominoes back there, but there wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> At this point, it would be like uh, an archaeological discovery it if there was leftover dominoes back yeah. there. <laughs> um, so, why don't we? Uh, is there anything else? Um, that you guys wanted to share before we wrap up about what you guys have coming up or, um, or, or about the business philosophy. Yeah, going on for kind of what the next year condensed looks like for us. Going into the holidays, we always offer a really good um, gift card special. So it's oh, kind awesome. of like X amount of money you put down on a gift card. We give you um, extra money on top of it. Okay. So uh, a lot of clients like it because they'll buy gift certificates for other people and then they're like, then this one is for me. The right. money. Yeah, we'll so we get, start like, real doing with it. Like some people, be like, can I like, like say it's like if you spend, I think it's like if you spend like a hundred dollars, you get an extra twenty five dollars added to it for free. And some people are like, oh cool, just tack it on there. Other people are like, can I get a separate one with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can do whatever you want. Like, you can drop, you know, multiple. Right. I mean, I imagine like, if they if they have friends that are are into tattoos as well oh, yeah. they're paying for their own tattoo mm-hmm. over time so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of them are just like no I just want to get like a free hundred dollars worth of tattooing yeah. so here's a bunch of money just give me the gift cards I'll end up just using them throughout the course of the year that's hey, amazing man, yeah. as, long as, as long as they get, as long as they're getting sold I really yeah as long as the money's <laughs> coming in that's good but yeah we start that Black Friday and that'll go towards Christmas Eve uh, Kyle actually hangs out at the shop for a couple hours on Christmas Eve for those oh, last wow. night shoppers um, awesome. so we have that coming up we uh, cards 
Yeah. <laughs> we have. Uh, we're You're like a tattooed Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, sponsoring and decorating one of the um, storefront windows on Main Street for the tree lighting this year. Right. The Roarsport Business Association is um, going to be some of the vacant buildings. They got permission to paint them and decorate them, so Integrity is going to do one of those. That's really cool. Cool. And then uh, come the first of the year, we'll start talking to probably Mayor Jenna and, and Borough Council about what the borough needs to set up for the carnival and um, possibly do a... We did a tattoo charity event for the Women's Law Project a couple years ago, so we might look into, for this next year, doing something similar for an organization. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Okay. And actually, you brought it up, um, and I do want to talk just briefly about your involvement mm-hmm. with the Business Association, because uh, yeah. this year you are the secretary, correct? Vice president. Vice president, I'm sorry. Um, and this is a new venture for you. This isn't something you've done previously in terms of the Borough, account, uh, uh, borough Business Association? Sorry. Yes yes, and no. So Integrity has been a uh, member of the Wars for Business Association for about three, four years. Mm-hmm. But the um, Worst for Business Association, or the RBA, it's easier yeah. to say, um, it has been, uh, it's grown a lot this year. Yeah, for sure. So there were a couple vets, maybe like four of us, that have been helping put on these events and things like this. Right. Um, and we ran for office because we we're like, we have more people, but we can't expect them to kind of know what we've done in the past if we don't help kind of groom people to, you know, sure. the organization. So. Uh, myself and uh, Anna Marie Chestnut and Amy Dumchick were kind of the three vets, so we all yeah. ran, and we have some great new people on the board <clears> with us too. But yeah, it's definitely a, a growing process, but it's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, just in the the meetings that I've been to, and and the work of Community Day, and the Halloween parade, and the tree lighting that's coming up, and all those things. Um, you know, we really appreciate those efforts yeah. as well because it's <laughs> thank you. It, it's a lot of work. Uh, and and the only reward is uh, what you get to witness happen, and yeah. the community coming together, For sure. which yeah. which is a reward in and of itself. But it's fun, the, like when the hours spent. Things happen, <laughs> you know, it's it's very yeah. appreciated uh, yeah. from a volunteer perspective. Yeah. Obviously, and I so. and I lucked out because when we wanted to uh, join something, Kyle was like, "Well, you'll have to be like the liaison because I'm tattooing. I can't. Right. Do it. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Like, I love that kind of stuff. So we're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good." Um, so anyway, thank you guys so much. Really yeah, appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely, thank you. Um, and I very briefly um, want to mention because you had said like you were in Spring City and what were O and J. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things about Discover Springford that people always realize is that one of the reasons why I don't put the hyphen in uh, is because I don't see the two places as separate. I like to see the communities together, and that goes for all of Spring City. So. Uh, you know, in the future, we may see a business that's in Spring City, but isn't in the school district of Springford. I'm just prefacing that because people may say, wait, that's not in the Springford yeah. School District, but it's in Spring City. So, uh, no, and I totally agree know. with you on that because for, coming from ONJ, ONJ School District is so large it's and it's huge. so much old farm country and things like that. We don't have a main street. We yeah, don't right. have a small town. So a lot of the people in East Coventry, East Vincent, Spring City, the parts that, you know, aren't technically spring forward we come into this town to do a lot of things and their so history is part of the spring forward area history mm-hmm. with for Pennhurst sure. and all that yep, kind of stuff sure. yeah. so uh anyway i wanted to say that but uh you know so if anybody ever has a question about that feel free to send us an email or a comment um because i i do find the the more we can work together uh, as a, co- a greater community, I think the better. For Instead sure. of having like this, like, whoa, I'm in this side of the bridge yeah. or that side. Who <laughs> yeah. cares? Like, well, we want everybody to grow because we all benefit from that. Absolutely. Uh, sure. if, if one borough is not doing as well as the other borough, then it doesn't really help it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So um, very important to to 
pinpoint those types of things. Uh, so anyway, sorry. That's my little soapbox yeah. <laughs> uh, for Discover Springford. But um, why don't you let people know how they can get in touch with you guys, either on social media, what your hours are, and where um, they can find you. Social media would be easiest, I guess, would be the shop Facebook page and the shop Instagram. The Facebook page would be facebook.com backslash Integrity Tattoo. The Instagram is at Integrity Tattoo Rofo. Um, and that'll be the easiest because that can link you to all of the emails, all of the um, uh, artists, artists, different like personal pages and stuff like that. Um, and then the um, phone number here is 610-792-4433. Always easiest if you can give a call or just pop in and we're always here to help out, answer questions, get people scheduled with appointments and consultations. Great. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I really look thank forward you. to uh, seeing you guys continue success, seeing who the beneficiary of the carnival party is going to be this yeah. year. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm pins and needles. Hopefully I'll be able to participate again, oh, depending absolutely. on my schedule. It's, it's changed significantly in the last few yeah. weeks. Uh, <laughs> so my flexibility isn't what it once was, but uh, I do appreciate you guys making the time today. So thank you, thank Ashley, you. very much. Kyle, very much. It. No problem. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Springford. If you'd like to hear our full unedited conversation, then I encourage you to subscribe to the Discover Springford podcast. You can find it on any podcast app. If you'd like to find out more about Integrity Tattoo, you can click out using the links below the video. Finally, if you'd like to support the work that we're doing through Discover Springford, I encourage you to check out the links below the video and become a supporter online. You can do it in a number of ways, including making a one-time PayPal contribution. You can also become a monthly supporter on Patreon for as little as $1 a month, or you can buy our merchandise in our online store. Thanks a lot for watching this episode. I encourage you to come back next week. And until then, get out there on your own journey to discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.